Hello everyone, welcome to One Bit Wonders. We are super excited for two reasons. First, this is the 10th episode of the One Bit Wonders series. And the most important reason, uh, Playdate has finally started to ship uh, to everyone in group one. Like um, it will periodically get to the last ones of group one, but if you are among the first who pre-ordered a Playdate, it's coming to you real soon, if it hasn't already. So yeah, um, have you seen the reviews lately? It's something I have seen. Oh yeah, sorry. Today with me is possibly Axolotl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to say that. Um, so have you seen the recent reviews for Playdate like from media outlets and stuff? Yeah, I've seen some of them. A lot of them seem either super positive or like really negative about the console. Um, but I've seen a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of things they point out that, um, you know, the major complaints I've heard are one, uh, the screen uh, doesn't look great if you aren't under ideal conditions. Um, however, uh, unlike many other um, portable consoles, uh, the ideal conditions are under direct sunlight. So um, where you want to play a portable console most of the time. Mm, so that's really, I think, one of the defining factors of it, that uh, with a switch like under direct sunlight, uh, it's a nightmare. And with the Playdate, ironically, it's a dream. And when you have, uh, when there's no light, uh, that's when you know regular portable consoles, except the old ones like the Game Boy and stuff. Uh, that's where they look best uh, with little light around them. But uh, that's not really the case with the Playdate. So it's more like the Game Boy in that aspect, though. It's like yeah. the anti-console. <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's one of the complaints that uh even indoors uh sometimes it looks weird if there's not enough light above you or you know are around you in the room um so yeah you gotta keep in mind that uh, the best place to play playdate is um wherever there's like a big light source above um well, especially um, outside, there's like a really, really, really big light source. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like so. it's bigger than the planet. That's a pretty good light yeah. source. Um, I'm thinking once I get mine, I want to do like some lighting tests. So I'm going to try it by like candlelight and all the stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Which I thought could be fun. I'm thinking the best way to play it by candle. I've just been really like overthinking this. I'm thinking the best way to play it by a candle would be having the candle in front of you, then like wrapping your arms around it with the console so the light's like bouncing off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another major complaint uh, is with the shape. Like it looks great, but uh, for people with smaller hands, uh, it's apparently, no, with bigger hands, it's apparently a nightmare. Uh, so it's like the opposite situation of the Steam Deck where the Steam Deck uh, is a dream for bigger hands, but an absolute nightmare for tiny hands. Well, the Playdate is an absolute dream for tiny hands and a nightmare for big hands. Yeah, the anti-console. So, yeah. 
So, yeah, and also people say it's uh, a little awkward to hold uh, the play date and also move the crank and also, um, you know, use the D-pad. Uh, like doing all those three at once, um, you gotta get your hand in a very awkward position. Like, um, you know, some of those crazy guitar chords <laughs> that I have never been able to pull out uh, when I did guitar uh, for like a while. Nope. Uh, I had to quit because I got cramps and uh, I didn't like that, that uh. too much. <laughs> yeah, my hands felt awful after anything. So, no. Um, so, um, yeah, and also, yeah, those are like two of the major complaints um, I've heard. Um, but in terms of um, the software, people really enjoy it, uh, especially the UI. Uh, and I love it too. It's super quirky and adorable. And I think that's something that has been missing from electronics for a while. Like when the Switch came out, uh, well, yeah, it's like bland. Still, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it looks uh, okay. Like it doesn't look bad or anything, but uh, it just looks a little dull and boring. Uh, and compare that to the 3DS, which has all these quirky animations and sounds. And you can also see this in like smart watches. Uh, like everything that has come out after the Pebble has become so boring, like trying to appeal to the corporate uh, kind of mindset. And mm -hmm. oh, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. I like some quirkiness, some, some of that sprinkled in, like just uh, enough to give it a little bit of extra life. Uh, I, not so much that it becomes annoying or like, or overwhelming or that it makes interacting with the device slower or more tedious and that's when you you got a bit too far with the quickness but yeah if you just uh you know um add a little a bit of cutesiness to it every now and then um uh, yeah, I think it can really really improve the experience like every time you use that device um, but yeah, there, of course there's like a balance to be found. Um, so uh, I think Playdate, uh, and Pebble really nail it, uh, like having enough quirkiness, but like not be like a leapfrog toy where all the time <laughs> there's goofy sounds and, and it's just overwhelming. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, um. Actually, that's kind of funny you bring that up because I loaded up like a really old leap pad I had like a while ago. <laughs> it took like it took way longer than it should have, like two minutes to open an app because it was making a bunch of like sounds and animations and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's way too over the top. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's when you got a little too far. But also <laughs> with the switch, uh, I think that's like the opposite of end of the spectrum, where you do too little to make it. Um, kind of uh, quirky and appealing. And you just, um, you know, go for a completely bland uh, feel, which for a video game console, uh, yeah, that's not what you want. Like mm -hmm. maybe for medical technology, yeah, you don't want quirkiness in that. But for a video game console, like, come on, <laughs> give it a, a bit of <laughs> life, give it something. Yeah.
Um, so something I really liked is that in the menus, when you open uh, like a new game, they show up as little presents. And something I've noticed is that um, the ribbons and the boxes on the presents uh, are different. Uh, so it's not always the same gift box. Uh, there's like a couple of different one bit patterns on them. So that's super cute. Oh, I haven't noticed that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just noticed it today when I saw like a reviewer opening a bunch of games and uh, all the, and well, I love the boxes had different designs and stuff. And that's where I noticed. Uh, I didn't notice when they just opened one game. Uh, like uh, my brain didn't process that I was seeing different um, boxes, but when I saw them all together, like, oh yeah, they have different designs for each box. And I really like those little extra touches. Yeah, uh, that's nice. So um, also the games. Uh, so people are, um, because it's like a very wide uh, variety of games, um, there's always like some games that people love and others that they just don't care about. And I think that basically applies to any bundle or subscription you get. Um, so yeah, um, for example, if you get a Humble bundle, there may be like three or four games you really like. If you get Game Pass, for example, a month, um, yeah, you're not gonna like every game on there. Uh, I know I'm not a big RTS fan, so I'm not even touching Halo Wars or Age of Empires. Well, I only like light RTSs like uh, Tooth and Tail or Pikmin. I really enjoy those, but like heavy RTSs like StarCraft and stuff. No. Uh, so yeah, despite their, that being a huge part of the offering of Game Pass, like they have a lot of RTS games. Um, if that was all they had, uh, yeah, I wouldn't even consider Game Pass, but because there's such a wide variety of genres, there's FPS games, there's more artsy games, like, well, the Artful Escape, and, you know, uh, there's something for everyone. And I think the same applies to the Playdate, like, there's some strategy games, there's some um, puzzle games, there's like a couple of platformers. Um, so yeah, you're really getting a lot of variety on the first kit. Um, but you're not... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Yes, um, okay. Because yeah, I've seen, like I know some people who are like, um, they'll get a Humble Bundle and then they'll like redeem two of the keys and then give away like, 30 others in like your discord server or something yeah um, that's me yeah <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah but that's not something you can do with every subscription service that's not something you can do with playdate um or like you, you can't do that on game pass you can't uh you know get a discount and if you uh leave the rts games out <laughs> so but it's still like a it's a steal. Like even if you want to play like three games that month, you you got uh, you know the entry fee covered already. You're paying the um, price of half of one of them. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's also um, one of the strengths of um, Playdate is that well, you are 
you're getting the games weekly, so it really reminds me of the first months of Apple Arcade. I absolutely yeah. loved that service, but it got kind of bad then. Yeah, like it was fun at the start. There was like new games coming every couple of days, and it was like, oh, what's this? I'll try it out. Now you'd see one game every like half year, and you're like, well, oh, that's kind of it's a re release of something that's already been on the App Store. Yeah, it's such a bummer. Like, uh, it was such a refreshing uh, service, and then it kind of went sour. Uh, but that's not something like uh, I think we're gonna see with Playdate. I think if we get a season two, um, it's going to be like season one all over again, where uh, we get like really enjoyable creative games every week, and we aren't gonna get like um, well. I was gonna say old games, but like, there's no way we are getting um, old games uh, on the playlist because it's a new platform. So, uh, <laughs> with services like you know Apple Arcade, like they already have like the whole world of App Store games. So, like, it is feasible for them to just put an old game that it's slightly improved. But with Playdate, that's not even a choice for Panic. Um, they can't go the lazy route that Apple Arcade has gone. So if they want to do a season two, they got to do it uh, the same way they did the first one, which mm -hmm. is a good thing, actually, um, because if they could just cheapen out and, you know, re-release some iOS games, um, like if the console was made for that, then yeah, that would be a bummer, but no, uh, they... They, they really have to create every game from, from scratch, which um, means we get a lot of creative um, titles that uh, we just wouldn't get on any other platform. So Yeah, and like um, even beyond just the seasons, there's already a lot of people in like Discord and everything working on a lot of really creative stuff. I'm even making a thing. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely see like a lot of new stuff coming out pretty much constantly, I think. Something I really like is that they are really encouraging sideloading. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't see that often. Like all of these platforms are obsessed with their 30% cut and all that, uh, that they don't even, uh, you know, let users even think that they can sideload anything. Um, <laughs> So it's really refreshing to see a platform uh, doing that. However, that does come uh, with a bit of a cost. And it's that the Playdate is not really cheap because it's not subsidized by the price of the games. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, um, that's something uh, that um, I think Playdate uh, is going to get like a I don't think it's gonna get mainstream appeal because of a couple of reasons, but it will at least have a really uh, sizable niche following, I think, um, because it's really um, not a device built uh, for mass appeal. Well, like, of course, the, the design itself of the console appeals to everyone. But the concept of the console uh, is really, really for a niche kind of gamer. Um, mm -hmm. Not your typical, you know, spends $70 on Fortnite every month kind of player. Uh, <laughs> that's not really the target of the Playdate, I think. Yeah, there's a specific um, 
specific kind of people that would like the playdate. So they're trying to market it to those people. They're trying to say, hey, these people can try the playdate. They can have fun with it. And then if you don't want to try it, don't try it. And that's really fun. Yeah. Another thing I really like is that they don't want, uh, you know, um, their software to be um, and their, well, the hardware, I would say, uh, isn't super accessible um, because of the price, but the software is. Uh, you can basically buy Playdate games on each.io. Right now there is Bloom and you can play them on the simulator. And that's really cool that they are giving everyone uh, an SDK uh, dev kit of sorts uh, when with other companies like Nintendo, for example, you gotta pay like $500 to get the privilege of uh, uploading a game to the eShop, which is kind of insane. And that's why, um, you know, uh, eShop um, really doesn't have uh, many games you would expect there already. Like, uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, why is this awesome mobile game not already on Nintendo eShop? And then I think, oh, they got to pay like $500 and then all of this. And yeah, <laughs> that's probably why. Uh, right. Nintendo needs a blood sacrifice to add a game. <laughs> yeah. And but, but here's the thing. Once you do, you can put basically anything you want on the eShop. <laughs> so it's a challenge to get onto it but then once you're there you can just yeah you can upload all kinds of shovelware and they won't get <laughs> it because they will get their 30 percent cut <laughs> so yeah um that's something i really like that i'm seeing with playdate and steam deck as well uh, that they are uh, saying, if you want to buy the games directly from us, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. You already bought the hardware. It's yours. We did whatever you want. I really like that attitude. And mm -hmm. I think uh, hardware, the hardware world desperately needs more of that. Um, we need to break away from closed ecosystems and stuff. But yeah. Playdate does have a store now. Uh, that is called Catalog, and that's really exciting. Uh, it's something that many people have wondered about on the Discord server and asked about and stuff like that, um, that they want to like get a game from the Playdate and, uh, you, you know, uh, download it, uh, buy it, uh, all of that directly from the Playdate. Um, instead of having to sideload through each.io and all that. Uh, so now they are offering that. And uh, I wonder um, just how many uh, indie gems will be under. Uh, and I, I also wonder uh, the amount of free versus paid games that we'll get into catalog. Uh, so I hope it's not only for paid games, but also freebies. Um, so, so, uh, people, you know, um, here's the thing. Um, if it's only paid games, there's a lot of free games that people may be too lazy to 
connect to each.io and you know register the, their play date and stuff um to sync the games from the computer to the play date uh so I, I really hope they do um you know get a lot of free games on the store so yeah. people can just you know sit back uh and uh browse the stores look for a free game that looks cool and just download it through there uh, no side loading or anything um i think that would be cool and maybe um you know if they see like a game that might be like 4.99 but it's got like all these five star reviews and everyone loves it and stuff well they they might as well pick it directly from the playdate store uh, rather than each store io or or something else uh so yeah i think um and um you know who the catalog store may really appeal to um developers like no like publishers uh so for example developer digital um it would be awesome to see some of their games uh there uh there's three games uh from developer which i think i yeah i mentioned in the dream playdate ports and remakes episode uh so like if devolver you know struck a deal with panic to put uh games on the catalog store um i would love it if they would have games like um Down well also minute and yeah. gato roboto they would fit so well <laughs> with playdate although uh I think Gato Roboto uses a lot of buttons, so I'm not sure about that one. Um, maybe they made like a prequel or a sequel or something like that, a spin-off. Uh, that could work. Minute and Downwell, yeah, those would definitely work. Uh, they don't need a lot of inputs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it would really really appeal to developers like that like uh you know um uh, devolver or annapurna interactive which oh boy they have done a whole lot of awful stuff but uh, <laughs> the games that come out from them are good uh like they are not as uh, no they are pretty bad like i can't uh you know be apologetic of them um but that's a topic from another video. But yeah, Anaporna yeah. is a hellish publisher. Uh, they publish some great games, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we've already seen that, like, the Flayday, it does appeal to a lot of developers. So, like, it would make sense for some bigger ones to eventually hop on once they see more games being released for it and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's like several indie studios which would make uh, killer playdate games, especially the ones that already make games that are like um, playdate adjacent, like one bit developers. Uh, I would love to see something like, um, you know, a fighting game there uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's like maybe a remake of Baba is You or a port of some sort. Um, because yeah, I, that, that's also a game I mentioned on the ports, uh, thing. Uh, so now that there is an official store, 
Uh, I think those games have a much, much higher chance of getting to the play date. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you had to sideload them through each.io, uh, the developers would be like, why would we bother? But if they are directly available on like the catalog store, then uh, I think that would seem much more appealing to developers and publishers. Yeah, that's like with um, like a Switch game. If they were to just give you some compiled Switch game and expect you to put that onto your Switch without like knowing how to mod it or anything to do that, why would they do that when they can just put it on the eShop? Yeah, exactly. So it's great that the option is there. However, yeah. I think I will, um, you know, download, no, get, if I ever get a play date, I would get... Uh, uh, games mostly from itch.io um, because I just like having the DRM-free files uh, so I can do with them whatever I please. Uh, well, I I'm not sure if catalog is DRM-free. I don't think it is because there are, you know, paid games and stuff. So I think um, there's like a bit of a balancing act trying to, you know, uh, please developers and publishers but also please players so uh yeah uh i'm not sure how they will handle that um so i think they're you definitely um yeah i'm not exactly sure so i don't think it will be you know as um free as each.io uh in which you can do whatever the hell you want with the file um, but also, I don't think it will be as restrictive as, for example, the Nintendo Switch Store, where if you get a game, the game for Switch, that's it. You can only play it on a Nintendo Switch console. You cannot play it on a PC. You cannot play it on a phone. So I think that you'll be able to play uh, the games you buy on catalog, on the simulators, as well as you play it. Um, I think that would be the best approach, you know, for accessibility and, you know, in case someone like decides to sell their play date, they can still keep their games with the, the games they got through catalog by playing them on the simulator or something. Um, that's, yeah, I really hope uh, that's like the balance they find, or maybe they go full DRM free, that will also be welcome, but uh, because publishers are, are a little picky about that. Uh, I'm not sure they will go that direction with catalog. The details are very sparse right now, but yeah, there will be a store on the playdate and I hope it's also available on the simulator and so that you can just link your account to the simulator and all the games you bought on, you bought on, on the playdate can be played there as well. Because uh, I'm really all for cross cross platform, um, cross buy or whatever it's called, uh, so that mm -hmm. um, you know if you get a game once, uh, you don't have to get the to get it a hundred times just to play it on on a slightly different devices, uh, because that's one of the biggest problems of closed ecosystems. Like if you bought a game on the Apple store, you cannot play it on a PC. You cannot play it on Android. However, if you buy a game on Android, you can play it on PC uh, and you can play it on the phone. So that's really, really cool. And I hope 
it kind of mimics that. Um, yeah, with a simulator, uh, you know, the same way you can play any Android game through BlueStacks, you can play any, yeah, yeah, any game you go you got from the Play Store, you can play through BlueStacks. I hope any game you got from the Catalog Store, you can play play with a simulator. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I have a Switch, but I I'm afraid that if I sell it, I will lose all of my collection and. I hate it when platforms are, are closed like that. Well, that kind of happened to us with our Wii U because we had a lot of games on it and then it just decided to stop working. Just didn't feel yeah. like, well, the disk drive. It said there was a problem with the disk drive, but we checked it out. They got it replaced. It still didn't work, so I don't know. And then our, our whole library of Wii U games was just useless, completely gone. Yeah, that's awful. And I and also we recently had that with Sony as well, uh, with PSP games becoming unavailable. Like I think Chrono Chrono Cross it was, yeah, and a couple of other games just expired out of nowhere. Hmm. Yeah, it was awful, and I don't want to see that uh, happen with other ecosystems because it always sucks when it does. Uh, for preservation and stuff, uh, it's always a bummer. So I hope uh, you know Panic does whatever is in their hands to avoid that kind of thing from happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but from what I've seen, like uh, Panic has a good track record of supporting stuff. Like they still have uh, downloads available for like um you know very old software on their site so that's really cool could download audion yeah uh, I, I i that's like the um what was it called the fubar 2000 uh it, it's like the equivalent of the winamp player but for mac right oh uh, yeah yeah something else like, yeah <laughs> So um, there's something that has been in my mind, um, and that is that Panic just announced an official Playdate podcast, and that has me um, reconsidering, um, you know, the sort of future I want for this uh, particular um, podcast, um, because I don't want to. Uh, I mean. I still want to talk about Playdate, but I also want to go towards more Playdate adjacent um, content um, because, um, you know, uh, Panic, uh, now that they already have a Playdate podcast, uh, it seems a bit redundant to focus like 100% of our efforts on, on covering Playdate when panic is already doing that and they will likely um you know uh get all of the developers to talk with them and stuff when <laughs> when we send uh emails like out of every 10 emails we maybe get a response from two developers or two musicians or whatever so yeah uh so i think um that was kind of a bittersweet announcement for me because, yeah, I'm really excited that there is an official Playdate podcast now 
but also as someone hosting, you know, one of the uh, only uh, podcasts about Playdate and One Bit games. Uh, yeah, it's a little uh, disheartening to know that. Uh, um, well, there's just uh, a little less. Uh, un- well, a little less uh, incentive uh, for me to go out of my way to cover Playdate. Um, because that's already being done by panic from now on. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've got, yeah, it's a bit bittersweet, uh, really. Yeah. I started this like, uh, I don't know, was it like four or five months ago? Maybe more? Uh, no, it was like six months ago, I think. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a really exciting journey. I'm not planning to end it. Uh, what I want this to be um, is uh, while Panic is focused on, you know, painting the best image they can for the playdate, um, here I think we can uh, be slightly more, uh, you know, uh, critical and offer more sort of constructive criticism um, when Panic cannot afford to because they are the company behind it. Uh, yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for them to say, yeah, the crank kind of sucks or anything along those <laughs> lines. Uh, so, yeah, um, I hope that's something we can provide here. Like, uh, you know, if Panic decides to get, for example, I'm not saying it's something that they would do. Uh, like if they go full introducing Playdate NFTs or something like that, <laughs> you can say that's something, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, uh and they wouldn't be able to say that on the podcast, but here we would be able to say it because we are not contractually obligated to um, panic or uh, play date. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I hope that's something we can provide in this podcast. Um, you know, in case things go uh, south uh, in any sort of way or, you know, on the experience of users... Uh, uh, isn't like mm, you know as good as it could be um we could talk about it and we could discuss the problems and stuff because there will be some problems and there have been some problems uh and yeah i just want this to be a place where we can be positive but we can also be constructive about uh playdate and similar one bit platforms as well uh, mm-hmm. Not exclusively Playdate. There are more one-bit platforms as well. There's um, the Frank, Boy. the Ardu Boy, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I hope we can provide that uh, in this channel. Uh, you know, instead of just full uh, 100% praise for the Playdate 24/7 worshiping, uh, no, <laughs> like we we can say yeah, we don't uh, like this as much and. And we like this, but it would be better if, if it had that. And, you know, that's something we can do uh, on this podcast that the official Panic podcast won't probably. Um, so I think that will be like our place uh, moving on. Um, so mm-hmm. I also want to, you know, diversify uh, the lineup of topics a bit more. Like it's already uh, diversified a couple of times. Like uh, 
you know, it's not always one-bit wonders. There's also PET wave and there's uh, the tech telescope thing where we talk about uh, like future devices and technologies um, that may not be so related to one-bit stuff like the Steam Deck or uh, VR and stuff like that. Um, and also, I want to also focus a bit on, you, you know, technology for good, um, stuff like the Fairphone and stuff, and also just uh, exciting developments on the world of technology, but also, you know, uh, topics that are very adjacent to Playdate, stuff like, um, you know, game subscri subscriptions. Uh, that's something I want to touch upon. Um, things like uh, Sock Pop, I think, uh, really, really come to mind. That um, It's this subscription service that you basically subscribe to their Patreon and you get two really quirky games each month. Um, that's something I also want to touch upon. And yeah, just uh, things that... Um, you know, the Playdate crowd would, uh, would really, really um, gravitate towards. Um, that's the sort of stuff I want to cover. Like, uh, not, I think Playdate coverage, um, well, in this couple of, uh, I think we will slightly reduce it as Panic increases their own production of podcasts. Um, so we will focus perhaps on other topics. Um, I don't want to spoil all of them, but I think Playdate fans uh, will uh, enjoy those kind of topics. I'm really, because that's like 90% uh, of our followers, uh, Playdate fans. Um, I would say it's 100% uh, because, um, you know, there are episodes that aren't very Playdate related that still uh, get a fair amount of views. But the ones that talk about Playdate are usually the ones that get the most. Uh, yeah, that's a little secret from the statistics that I've gotten. Uh, whenever Playdate is in the title, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boosts views. <laughs> Just rename it to the Playdate podcast. Everyone's going to click. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I hope we can uh, cover like a lot of really interesting topics that the Playdate crowd will enjoy. Uh, we, we really won't touch on topics that they won't care about, uh, or, or at least I'm trying not to focus on that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not going to be talking about Windows 11 updates because uh, <laughs> they really won't care. Like, uh, Which, by the way, are horrible. I don't like Windows 11. I use it anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, if... And it's so inaccessible. Like it only runs on like a machine that was built like two to three years ago. Uh, anything older than that, screw you. You can't get Windows <laughs> 11. So that really sucks. Uh, and it's so arbitrary. <laughs> like they have no great reason for it either. Um, so yeah, uh, we will also cover you know Apple Arcade games and like. Um, of course, we will talk about Playdate every now and then, especially whenever there's like a big announcement, uh, we will definitely cover it. Um, 
but I think we will slow down a little on the playdate content. Uh, maybe not now because there's only like one episode of the Panic podcast, but once they start releasing them like every two weeks or something, um, that's when we'll be like, okay, we can talk about something that Panic isn't talking about. Uh, that's really, really what I want to do here. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, overall, uh, so I am uh, hopeful, I am optimistic about the future of the channel, but yeah, it, it also feels like, you know, the age of being uh, the one Playdate podcast is gone, and that makes me a bit melancholic, but I'm also glad that um, Panic is um, doing their own, and yeah, they have well, uh, a bunch of editors and they have, uh, you know, a bunch of people uh, that are close to them that they can interview that we would never get an interview for. Uh, and we will get to hear their stories and stuff. So that's exciting. But yeah, uh, losing that position as the one played podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a little sad, but I still plan to uh, make content and stuff. There's a bunch of topics I want to cover. I have like a huge list. Uh, so don't worry, uh, One Bit Wonders isn't, uh, you know, going anywhere. Uh, we will perhaps uh, slow down, like instead of doing it every one week, which there was like a couple of months where we did it weekly. Uh, yeah, we may slow it down to two weeks or something. Um, I mean, that's the kind of rhythm we've had for the last month or two. So I think people uh, can live with that. Uh, and yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the play date, about the podcast, about anything you've been doing? Mm, no, not really. Hmm. So, are you excited about getting your playdate soon? Yeah, I'm excited about that. I kept, like, earlier, right after I heard the announcement, I saw a little email pop up on my screen. I turned, and it was Humble Bundle annoying me about some new bundle. <laughs> it happened, like, three times today, and every time I had, like, a giant adrenaline rush, and then it all just goes down as soon as I see it's Humble Bundle again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you thought that was going to be the email that said, uh, your playdate is outside, come get it. <laughs> yeah, or at least your playdate's in the warehouse, about to be shipped or something. <laughs> yeah. Your playdate um, is on Earth, just letting you know. <laughs> Go look at your chimney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, yeah, it's really cool. Um Unfortunately, because I'm in Mexico, I won't get to try the hardware anytime soon as it is not shipping over here yet. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. I think I will still get to play like a bunch of games through the uh, simulator, but maybe I won't play the main games, the ones from season one, uh, because for that I would need like a real playdate unit. So yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. But I can still experience like uh, basically everything else the console has to offer. Like outside of those 24 games, like everything uh, indie developers come up with and upload on each.io, I'll get to try it. And 
maybe I'll also talk about it because I don't think the Playdate podcast, the official one, will cover each .io games as much as they cover their own games and the games on catalog. So yeah, I really want to also cover the games that you can sideload and the emulators and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think that would also be really exciting to cover and an area that Panic probably wouldn't cover uh, because I don't think they want to get in trouble with Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Um, and well, you kind of brought up the like season, the official games, it's kind of funny. I've heard a lot of people saying the reviews have been really positive, but I've been intentionally like hiding from everything game related. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I don't want any spoilers, not even about the itch ones or anything. I just want to play the games. Yeah. That's fair. It's, yeah. Cause that's, that's kind of what I tend to do. I see something I'm like, Hmm, that looks pretty cool. Time to like shut off everything about it until I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's been super nice to have you here. Uh, this conversation went a little longer than I expected, but that's because uh, I'm a little bad at cutting myself when I get really into <laughs> a topic. So <laughs> it's not uh, against you that I I'm like, I'm going to interrupt Axolotl as hard as I can. No, uh, I just get really hard into a topic and yeah. uh, and when I become aware, it's like, oh, damn, it's already been 10 minutes and I haven't <laughs> let Axel Little talk. So I'm sorry about that. It's all right. All right. So it's been super nice to have you here. I hope uh, we can have you on future episodes. Uh, so that's it for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch up with you really soon.